Happy Halloween from the Mess Hall Podcast. <laughs> Like I said earlier, happy Halloween. It's going to be another spooktacular episode. Yes, I went there. (laughs) We now have a new sound effects machine. This isn't Lena, it's the ghost of Lena. So, like last year, we reviewed a whole bunch of Halloween candies right before Halloween. We're doing it again this year. Unfortunately, we don't have Carl from the Fourth Line Podcast, you know, social distancing. We don't have many guests on anymore, but uh, I'm still excited for the amount of candy that we have. So, What makes it Halloween candy? Just that it's sold in a box near Halloween? Like, that's a kind of a good question. It makes it Halloween candy because, yes, it's sold around Halloween. It's sold in a box. It's sold in fun sizes. There are houses that give out the full-size chocolate. Yeah, there are, which is very nice. I remember going to those as a kid. Or juice bags. Oh, juice bags were always good. (laughs) Cans of pop. Yeah. No, I loved the juice bags. Yeah, of course. Um, They were good. Are they still around? I know in Nova Scotia. It wasn't that long ago, it seems, since my mom was giving them out for Halloween. But that time has flown by. That could have been eight years ago now. (laughs) In my mind, (laughs) it was two. Purple and cherry and... Mm. I think there was orange. Yeah. Green. There was green. Yeah. I liked the yeah. cherry. I don't really remember them too much. I just remember the purple flavor. Sticking so. that straw in. Just yeah, like a in, milk in bag. In a little fold. Yeah. They yeah. had that little. Fold halfway through it so it would always get a little juice that would spurt out at you. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. Uh, if you really want to know our personal favorites on Halloween candy, definitely go back to one year ago and listen to the episode then. Or we might find a new one tonight. Yeah, we just like last year, we went out and bought a couple boxes of Halloween treats. Um, so I'm looking at as them we right do now. every year, <laughs> even <laughs> if we didn't have the podcast, we do. <laughs> yeah, so we made sure we got different Halloween treats from last year. So we have a good variety here, and I'm looking forward to it. Well, today we're doing all Nestle candy because they definitely need our help. You know, life is hard. Life is hard during COVID. A lot of companies have had some problems. So, <laughs> Nestle, this one's for you. <laughs> Sounds like I was going to sing. I am not going to sing. I'll save you guys. Uh, yeah, so Nestle around for a long time. It, oddly enough, there was only one Nestle, and he was born in Germany as the name Ness- Nestle, but he moved to Switzerland, which into a, sp- a French-speaking town and then it made me wonder does everyone in switzerland speak french do they speak swiss is swiss a language i'm really crappy with such things i i think there's holes in your story here get it swiss cheese yeah i went there yeah (laughs) we're having a little technical difficulties right now we in our little podcast room here (laughs) i spilled water everywhere so i'm a little bit laughing about that we have a cat and a dog scratching everything yeah, dog she's... hovering <laughs> right next to all the candy. <laughs> he looks sad because he's not getting any candy, but... Um... Our son gave him a gummy last week, which we... <laughs> I don't know if I told you about this. We He's not supposed to have gummies, fruit gummies. But he chewed that thing for five minutes and looked a little confused. 
So it wasn't a dentist stick. He was just chomping and chomping away. It makes me want to give him some of this candy. Anyway, we have serious business, Nestle. And in 1867, we're just going to pretend that like poop Nothing is not going happened. down around us. <laughs> he developed infant formula, which is what Nestle okay. is Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, because he knew that some infants die, they don't breastfeed easily, and apparently even back then it was seen as not fashionable by high society to breastfeed. Okay. Anyway, he combined milk, grain, and sugars, but removed the acid and starch from wheat so that babies could actually digest this. Oddly enough, he didn't have kids. That's why the Nestle like dies with him, but they still have the name. Oh, okay. So it's now it's just a big, nameless, faceless corporation. And and it had, I don't rem- know if you remember the logo. If you see it, it's like a mama bird feeding two or three baby birds. Yeah, thinking how, back, yeah. It's, they represent him and his brothers. Oh, okay. So he was feeding his brothers? No, the mother was feeding. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Nestle. Yeah, so then... He developed a milk condensation process, which was then used by Daniel Peters in his milk chocolate making. And then they got together, and he used that in 1875, and in 1879, I mean, we're not going back a year. (laughs) That would be ghostly. Um, (laughs) They formed Nestle. No part of this guy's other name, like no other Nestle, it's still Nestle. Now, during World War I, the demand for dairy products actually grew, and there were like government contracts, and Nestle and its condensed milk, actually, they increased, they doubled their production. There was a need for it. But then after the war, people went back to fresh milk, but then they started in the 20s, they made more chocolate. So they kind of, there was a dip, and then they made more chocolate. In World War II, Nescafe was brought was introduced and it, that's what was drunk by the u.s military so that helped boon them again yeah. boom them again boon is boon a word boon's a word i just used it yeah if it's on a podcast it's a word yeah <laughs> anyone who has a podcast super smart and super wordy yes they know all the words we do um, <laughs> <laughs> we know all the words every <laughs> single word we know quick quiz me Yep, I know that word. (laughs) Anyway, then after World War II, that's when all these mergers started happening. So many companies, from soups to frozen dinners to seasonings and soup. Soups. They did soup twice, (laughs) I guess. I don't know. I wrote it down twice. Double soups. Um, They... they merged with L'Oreal and they did medical products and carnation milk and then like Roundtree, which we'll get to. Purina. They tried to get Hershey's. And they didn't. <laughs> they got Gerber's. And yeah, they even have partnered with Starbucks to distribute co- their coffee globally. Like Nestle's everywhere. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. And then everyone brings up the evilness of Nestle, dealing with just how bad bottled water itself is for the yeah. environment. Yeah. Deforestation, forced labor. It kind of goes on and on. I pinpointed it to the three worst. <laughs> One is just their infant formula and how they aggressively market it, especially to developing countries as like a healthier alternative to breastfeeding, which it isn't. And they got doctors to push it. And and is it like toothpaste where like nine out of 10 dentists recommend it? I think so. Now, do you ever wonder what the other one dentist is recommending? I uh, That's just a rhetorical question, I guess. No, the other one, Colgate. (laughs) Maybe. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And then child labor for cocoa and tr- trafficking to, to 
working. I don't know if cocoa mines. <laughs> that is not the right term. I think it's a cocoa farm. <laughs> Going down to the old cocoa mines. <laughs> Got to get my chocolate fix. We shouldn't be laughing. We're talking about child labor. <laughs> um, and then like just take them taking water from places that need it. And it's according to skierscribbler.com, it's one of the world's most corrupt corporations. So do you think if it was a chocolate mine, do you think Oompa Loompas would be going down there? <laughs> <laughs> Who else? Come on, Abe. That's, that answer is right in front of us. No, our dog is right in front of us. Yes, you can't have any of this, sweetie. But, I mean, on their box, they have what's UTZ certified, which is kind of not quite fair trade. It just focuses on increasing quality and quantity of a farmer's yield to help them increase their income. And it doesn't actually, like, they don't actually focus on pricing, which fair trade kind of has a okay, hand in. Yeah, yeah. Their box also said it's Cocoa Plan, which says it's sustainably, bleh, sustainably sourced cocoa. But I don't know what all this means. I mean, they said they were going to use chocolate that didn't use child labor and they didn't reach those standards and i mean they're not on the lists of like fair trade chocolate or well no they don't ever say they're fair trade but like chocolate that's kind of nice to buy thank you (laughs) i thought you knew all the words (laughs) they're in my head it's just to get them to my mouth so yeah so we mentioned um how they develop how they got round tree chocolate which also Roundtree got Macintosh. So Macintosh, we have Macintosh's soft caramel. They were actually began in 1890 and they were called, they were developed as to be not too hard, not too soft. And they actually, they actually are flavored toffees. So it would be like named after what flavor they were. And in Canada, do you think of it as not too hard, not too soft? Or do you think of it as hard? I usually think of it as not too hard, not too soft. No, we have a hard one in Canada. It's its own kind of like... It's been so long since I had it, so... Yeah, and then they kind of... Well, no, maybe it hasn't been so long. Because then around 2008, they started individually wrapping them and they're softer like caramel. But in 2013, they made a harder version again. Nice. So they were, but they're more toffee. This one's called a t- caramel. So the, this is our first, after all that Hershey talk, this is our first. Are you sure try. it was Hershey, Hershey talk? No, it was Nestle. We <laughs> mentioned Hershey's once. I'm already sugar drunk. Hmm, not too hard, not too soft. Reminds me of the Kerr's toffee. <coughs> For God's sakes, don't die. That will make it a really ghouly Halloween. Like, I could become a cold <coughs> classic. This podcast, you die on it. Release a podcast <laughs> and just say Avery died. And then just leave it there. Just end the podcast. Just Avery died. And just go and just say cutting the commercial and just never come back. Run the ad. And never come back. I mean, after I, I that. would just keep going. And this is maybe you might want to edit this out, but this is like Owen Hart type stuff in an interview. <laughs> the podcast must go on. Yeah. At all that death talk, let's take a break and hear from our. Sponsors. Well, we're not going to talk about the toffee. Oh, I did. I said it tasted like hers caramels. Do you remember those? No, I don't. I don't I know. I thought it was we good, though. It was nice, chewy, it was soft. I mean, I'm Not gonna... too hard. Not too soft. You know what? It didn't get stuck in my teeth like other toffees. Yeah. Like, sometimes it gets stuck in my teeth, and I think my teeth are never going to come apart again. We have something that that... <laughs> now, after that, we're going to bring you an ad from our sponsors. 
The Mess Hall Podcast is a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network. Locally grown, community supported. We're going to bring you an ad from Alberta Forestry Products. And listen to this. Alberta's forests matter to all of us. That's why Alberta's forest industry works to keep them sustainable now and for future generations. By planning 200 years ahead, helping control the spread of fire and disease, and planting and nurturing two trees for every one harvested, we keep our forests standing strong. To learn more about how our forests take care of us and how we take care of them, visit loveabforests.com. So, what's next on our Halloween mess here? Well, talking about... (laughs) Not sticking to your teeth so much. Now we have Laffy Taffy, which is kind of known for <laughs> sticking to your teeth, and one of the one of the worst candy out there for that reason. Okay, like, yeah, like that, like and based in health reasons, that thing. It's not like there are amount of sugar or fat in it, but it's especially that. So yeah, I don't know if I've ever had Laffy Taffy. I can't remember. Have you? <laughs> I don't know if I did. It was a long time ago. I don't remember in any recent time that I've had it. So yeah. I don't know either. Um, so it's been around since the 70s. And apparently there's supposed to be a joke inside the wrapper, but maybe not in the Halloween one. It was first started as Bite or Bishes, Um And they would call it like Bishes chocolate caramel, whatever flavor it was, caramel, by the Catherine Bite candies that became Laffy Taffy when Nestle got to them in 1984. <laughs> Some flavors actually have egg. Uh, oddly enough, it depends on the flavor. Like the egg flavored one? Yeah. <laughs> um, so we have banana, cherry. And sour apple and banana is a prop is apparently the most popular flavor, which hey. I don't believe. Let's give all. We're going to try all three of them, then we'll get back Tiny to this. Teeth. If we don't lose our lose our teeth, we'll tell you about it. If we lose our teeth, we will. Wow, that banana! That's antibiotics right there. I often had banana flavored antibiotics. To be fair, I didn't like the banana because I generally don't like banana things. The apple was all right. The cherry really good. Still stuck. It's still stuck to my teeth. Don't choke on it. <laughs> that being said, cherry's almost always my favorite. But yeah. I still can taste the banana, though that was the first out of three I had. I, I think the green apple was my favorite. Mm. I like that one out of the most. Not that the other two were bad, but yeah, green apple was just a better hit for me. I got to say, the colors are fun. It's very yeah. vibrant. They are. Like that cherry is mm-hmm. very, very red. It's very vibrant. Unnatural. <laughs> Unnaturally the, red. But the banana is like, there's no spots on it like a natural banana. Which is, which is a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're neon. That's kind of fun. Yeah. I thought they were great. So moving on, I told you there's some egg in Laffy different flavors. Tabby, yeah. Also, same with sweet tarts. Um, oh. It depends on which variety. There's some soft varieties or big varieties. I forget which one. Some ropes or something that might have egg. Which is our next thing, which was eventually marketed as sweet tarts. I mean, I don't know why it wasn't sweet arts. Like, why? Why? And now it's sweet tarts. And they've been around since 1962. So, same basic recipe as pixie sticks or licamate. Same flavors as pixie sticks when they it was first developed. And they were from Sunline, who was acquired by Roundtree in 86, who part of Nestle. Yeah, so sweet. I thought they were, when I first saw them, I don't think I've ever had a sweet tart. And I thought they looked like... Um, rockets. Yeah. Or Smarties in the States. Yeah, but they taste a lot better than Rockets. I thought That's they're more flavorful and a little bit more sour. Mm-hmm. That's what I've heard. I wouldn't say they were more sweet, but yeah, less chalky. I was going to say the yeah. same thing. They are more tart, which I love a tart candy. Ooh. But yeah, I thought they were My good. My eyes kind of. <laughs> <laughs> 
Starting to twitch. I don't know if I tasted a difference. No, there's a slight difference in the color. Yeah, I I thought I could definitely taste the uh, purple. It tasted like fake grape. grape. Last year I realized how much I liked rockets. But I think I like, I know, I like sweet tarts. Better. Yeah, sweet tarts are a cut above rockets. I'd hate Less to say it because exactly. I used to love rockets growing up. And now sweet tarts, well, probably a little bit a notch above it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just looking at Lena and she's like, her face is twitching from eating so many and just this tartness from them coming through. So. But they're not even that tart compared to no. some things, but just hit me like on the right um Taste buds, I guess. Right part of the tongue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> I need to take a second. Our dog is just sitting here staring at us. So patiently hoping our internet goes down. We have to leave the room to fix it. <laughs> He'll eat it like the dumplings of, of August. <laughs> oh, speaking of those dumplings, I saw that they have butter chicken dumplings mm-hmm. that I want to try. They also sell them at co-op. I don't know if they had the yeah. butter chicken, but I saw them at The co-op. butter chicken ones are limited. Um, uh, what yeah. was the company again? Um, Honest Dumplings. Yeah. Out of Edmonton. Yep. So, so a little shout out know. to them. but We don't know if they're good. <laughs> <laughs> but they no. look good. But the other dumplings were really good, so I really want to try them. Yeah. We actually had some that, the next day from the... Yeah. Yeah. And they were really good. So, yeah, sweet tarts. Really good. Now we have runts, which we've talked about. They've been around since 1982, and they're... Described as a hard candy shell with a compressed dextrose center. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so the original ones, the only original ones that still exist in the same form are banana and orange. They, the strawberry used to be pink. Now it's red. Yeah, that's about all I have to say. I mean, we're trying banana stuff again. We have banana, strawberry, orange. Is it? It's green apple. Yeah. It used to be lime and grape. But we've had... Uh these on the podcast before less banana e than the laffy taffy not that the comparison should be the two and i also had these when i was on vanda's podcast mm. last year she did a little taste test for us and it was fun we had these we had mike and ike's and some other fun stuff so you still can get these in vending machines here and there i see them every now and then i generally don't get candy from vending machines as an adult but i eyeball them for sure i say generally don't i have known to every now and then mm, that orange is nice the green apple wasn't super apple-y no and i think they had cherry when i was a kid i should have looked that up the strawberry are the prettiest because they're a pink heart or a red heart but i think orange was the best oh great now my cat's right on my lap <laughs> we have needy pets today <laughs> The the purple definitely tastes like um, Kool Aid. Mm-hmm. The orange, I agree with you, was probably the best. The banana was banana, but again, I think I probably said the same thing last time. I think orange is my favorite out of all those. Yeah, I'd say so too. And orange isn't generally my always my favorite, no, but no. I'd say it is in those. Yeah, and also going back to the eighties, the next year, nineteen eighty three, we have nerds. We have seriously strawberry and gotta have grape. <laughs> Um, <laughs> so apparently these two are the most common or most fame, not famous, favorite flavor combination. Okay. But we have them in separate boxes. Basically, it's a sugar crystal that they just keep adding coats and coats of sugar to, and then they put them in barrels and then they add the flavor and taste to. I don't know if you can hear the cat purring right on my lap. I'm going to put the microphone to her. Even if that doesn't make it into the podcast, I'll always have her purring on microphone. 
Strawberry, seriously? The strawberry was... Yeah. Actually, the more I had, the more it was. It, I had to get rid of the runce taste out of my mouth. Yeah. And I... I mean, I'm already getting sugared, but... <laughs> sugared. It's my <laughs> Like you're word. drunk. And, and of course, like we discussed, it is a word because you use it and you know all the words. I mean, I think sugared is, but not in that context. Yeah, I had to eat more to get the full... Yeah. Which was good. It was sour. Well, I think that's the way nerds should be eaten is by like a humongous handful. Like whatever size hand you have, you have to fill it up and just jam it in your mouth. No, you're supposed to take the box right to your mouth so your hands don't get color on them and sticky. Yeah, but you're supposed to lick your hand after you get all the No, flavor. you put the box because it has that hole right to your mouth until uh, that. Maybe a little bit of both here, but if you're sharing with somebody, do you really you want You don't share your nerds. <laughs> I mean, we had to for tonight. Well, we could have had our own box each, but put the whole box to your mouth. I don't know what kind of. <laughs> You're making that sound dirty. Birds in your hands? Like, what are you, an animal? Were you raised by wolves? <laughs> I mean, that's something a wolf would do. Obviously. You put the whole box to your mouth <laughs> and then don't share. You can't say put your whole box to your mouth <laughs> and I expect sure me not to laugh every time. <laughs> I did, and I will. <sighs> So, <laughs> you know, it doesn't sound like much, but when you're eating this much candy, it becomes much. I also didn't need to eat ice cream cake for dessert <laughs> a couple hours ago. See, either. I planned, and I knew we were having a whole bunch of candy, so I didn't have yeah, I didn't. ice cream cake. I also, didn't. I didn't have any port to go with it, so. Mm, so, <laughs> next thing we have is the Crunch Bar. It was first sold in actually 1938. I don't always remember Crunch being around and Canada, but maybe no. I just didn't. I should have looked up the Canadian history of it, but it's just crisp rice, uh, and I never really liked that in Easter bunnies growing up, so I guess I didn't really, it wasn't my go-to. It's sold everywhere by Nestle, except for in the U.S., where it's, where it's made by the Ferrara Candy Company, which owns even a lot of these now that we've tried. They make Nutella, just so you know, uh. and Crunch Bars. I thought you were going to say they were made Ferrara Rochers. No, I say it's Ferrara. That's Ferrara. Oh, they might make sorry. those as well, but it's all right, chocolate. Yeah, I've been watching um, videos of street vendors on YouTube and just making puffed, puffed rice and puffed wheat and puffed beans. And they take little tiny straws and blow into the rice? No, they basically put it in this like cannon and heat it up and then it like like popcorn maybe, like almost like a popcorn kettle that turns it. Yeah, into but like not that big, but just more of a cylinder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, it looks pretty cool. Nice. It doesn't look hygienic, but it looks cool. Street vendors. <laughs> I would still go to a street vendor and street try it. Ver- I have a question. Street ver- vendors outside of Canada? Yes. I also mean, this might be a terrible stereotype, but I just feel that that might not be the best hygienically. I'd still try it, though. Yeah. I'm not against it. I'd let you try it. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. Yeah. So, the Crunch Bar, eh, nothing to write home about. It was fine. Yeah. Yeah. It was fine. There was nothing wrong with it. No. Now, the next one, and we couldn't remember if we've had these on the podcast, are Rolo Minis. I have a question for you about Rolos. Uh-huh. What shape are they? These ones, the mini Rolos, are the same shape as a regular Rolo, but smaller. And what shape would that be? How would you describe that? Like a top hat button? Yeah. Well, there's a lot of big words I'm just going to throw at you. <laughs> According to Wikipedia, so you know, 
where I get all my information so it's true. It's a conical frustrum shaped chocolate. And a frustrum is a portion of a solid that lies between two parallel planes. Oh, obviously. Or places. I can't read my handwriting. <laughs> or it's also described as trunk. It's a truncated core shape, cone shaped. And truncation is an operation in any dimension that cuts poly polytape vertices, vertices, creating a new facet in place of each vertex. Obviously. Obviously. First made by Macintoshes in 1937. Yeah. I understood the word Macintosh there. That's a good frustrum. <laughs> Last year when we did Round Trees chocolates, uh, candy, like fuzzy peaches, like Maynards, they kind yeah, of yeah. do Maynards. We wondered if we liked them in bigger form better than Halloween form. Do you remember that? Yes. I wonder with Rolos if I do. I feel like I, think I like so. this. No, I think the bigger ones taste better because you get more caramel in mm. them. I feel like it's the same amount of chocolate on this. But then the filling isn't there. So you're missing that filling in it. And it's just not there. I think you need more filling. You know what I like better? Caramel bar. Yeah. Which is a different company, different thing. But. Yeah, but it's sort of the same. It's like a caramel in a... If you're craving. Yeah. But I think a bigger one of these is better than the mini. Yeah. Yeah, I totally agree. Rolos are never my go-to anyway, and I think because I would rather a caramel bar, and that's what I would get if I'm... I mean, I would never turn one down. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not crazy. No, no, I wouldn't either. Yeah, so now that we're a little bit high from sugar, let's hear from a word from our sponsor. This episode is brought to you by Park Power, a provider of electricity and natural gas in Alberta that offers low rates, awesome service, and profit sharing with local charities. I don't know why I say that. I always say electricity instead of electricity when I'm reading it. But well, like I said, the whole theme tonight is you being a wordsmith. So yeah. So if I want to say electricity, I'll say electricity. Anyway, in Alberta, you get to choose who you buy your energy from. If you switch retailers, nothing changes about the delivery of electricity or natural gas to your home or business. <laughs> Nothing's funny about electricity. This is serious. If you have an existing contract, you're going to want to find out the terms for leaving. If you don't, then it's even easier to sign up for Park Power. The choice is yours, and there's a better deal available to you. Learn more at parkpower.ca. So, if you're out trick-or-treating this weekend, which one of these do you hope you get in your bag? Or pillowcase? Or Halloween bucket? Or just throwing at you from a mystery stranger on the side of the road? <laughs> It's actually a toss-up between Sweet Tarts and Nerds, I, but I think Sweet Tarts. I, I think in Sweet Tarts, too. I think I'd rather much... Oh, geez. Now I can't even speak proper English. I think I'd much rather Sweet Tarts than anything else. Like, uh, and that's including... What about Sweet Tarts? No. No. You're no. right. Sweet Tarts. They, they did it. They, they were smart to change their name <laughs> to Sweet Tarts. Yeah, yeah. I, I think they were the best thing we had tonight. And there was other stuff that was good. Like the runs are always good. Yeah, they're nostalgia. Yeah. That's kind of like the nerds. But sweet tarts were on my top of the list here tonight. And I don't know if I've ever had Laffy Taffy. Um, the crunch I could take or leave. The Macintosh, I've had better caramels. I like the hard version better, I think, in that tartan box. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'd still eat it. There's nothing I wouldn't <laughs> eat. But yeah, sweet tarts for the win, which I think I've had original, and these are a little smaller than 
Oh, hey. You get yeah. at, like, I think of them with Valentine's Day. I think they make heart ones. I could be wrong. But yeah, they were, sorry, Rockets, which I remember Rockets was one of our best from yeah, last year. Exactly. They've, they take, they've taken Rockets and bumped them up. Exactly. Or maybe Rockets. I forget the history of both, whichever was first. Yeah. This one's better. Yeah, this one was better. Yeah. So. So, favorite topic that we've been talking about for probably the last month or so, maybe even longer. What's the best thing you had to eat this week? Uh, I made a green salsa, a tomatilla salsa. Yeah. And that's pretty good. It was a little sour. Um, I can't wait to make a chicken dish with it tomorrow. Okay. And I roasted all these tomatillas that we got a good deal on and added some onion that we also got a great deal on our house. It smelled like onions for days. I Avery. bought a 25 pound bag of <laughs> onions and I, one day I just started peeling them and chopping them. I made a huge bowl, pot of French onion soup. Mm-hmm. We uh, cut up I a whole. I cried for days. I had no part of cutting it up. He did it all. I cut up probably about 10 pounds of maybe even more like of just diced onions and we put mm-hmm. them in baggies, put them in the freezer. Yeah, which uh, also for anyone who doesn't know, it'll soften it. So it already has started to soften it when you start like frying them. Yeah, because it takes so long to fry them. I, I understand the they, need to get them pre-cooked. They don't, but when you have a lot going on, you want to cook those onions. Yeah. Sometimes you do. You want to make sure they're soft and you're in a rush. And Yeah. yeah. Now, I don't know if you noticed today we were out and I put a mask on and I took it off because it smelled like onions. <laughs> <laughs> and it was not pleasant. And yeah, there's been an onion odor coming from us for a while. Yeah, that French onion soup today was good. Yeah, I like the croutons. I use some bread, but then I use some pita as well because we got a, I got we a, had it. Yeah, but pita croutons were really nice. Got a deal on the crouton and the pita. Yeah. So uh, nothing else really stands out for me this this week. I had a good spinach and feta pie this afternoon from Jimmy the Greek in the mall. Oh, hey, yeah, was yeah. Really, it was pretty good. I'll, I'll give it that. Um, different uh, than Spanica pita because it was a coil. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. I'm not going to talk about what I had because it wasn't exciting and it wasn't even that good. It but, was just mall food. I should have yeah. got Taco Bell. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I thought you did, but you didn't. That's no. right. Um yeah, but I'm kind of looking forward to using this. I want to say it's called Salsa Verde, but... Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, in a chicken dish tomorrow, so it might be gross. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, <laughs> I'm looking chicken. forward to it. I haven't tasted your salsa yet, so I'm, yeah. I'm looking forward to it. I saw the couple jars that you made and... It's kind of sour. I don't know if anyone who hasn't had tomatillas out there. I didn't want to add a bunch of sugar because I kind of like sour, but right. I didn't have to add any acid to it. So yeah. we'll see. We'll see nice, how this nice. plays out. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. And everybody, thanks for listening. Tell us your favorite dishes. Tell us what you'd like to try on the podcast. Send us an email. Tell us your favorite Halloween candy yeah. you or your kids get this year. Yeah, or what you can do with all the leftover Halloween candy. What's some... uh Dishes that you can make. Uh, we'll uh, we'll see you about that. And we're mixing ours with onions, and green <laughs> salsa on top. We'll let you know. <laughs> yeah. So give us an email at the mess hall podcast at gmail dot com. Or no, sorry, just mess hall podcast at gmail dot com. Follow us on Twitter, um, Facebook, YouTube. 
Yeah, everywhere. If you see us, just follow us around. <laughs> just follow us on. Just follow us around at the store. And see what happens. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Happy Halloween and have Ooh. some safe trick-or-treating. <laughs>